Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. In the name of Allah, the most beneficent, the most merciful. The Islamic Propagation Office at Rabwa, www.islamhouse.com is pleased to present to you this lecture. يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كلام الله خير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها فإن كل محدثات بدعة كل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار وإنما توعدون لآت وما أنتم بمعجزين Praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and he's the only one worthy of praise, seek his help, his guidance and his forgiveness. I, be, I believe in him and I trust him, I seek refuge in Allah from the evil of our passions. Indeed, whomsoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guides him to Islam, no one can mislead him after Allah. And whomsoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but him astray, no one can guide him after Allah. I testify openly that there is no deity worthy of worship except Allah Rabbil Alameen and I testify that Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is his messenger and the seal of all the prophets. O Muslims, you must know that the best speech is the speech of Almighty Allah which is the Quran. The best guidance is the course of the Prophet Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam which is his sunnah. The words of all affairs is innovation and addition to the religion of Islam. Indeed, every addition to the religion of Islam will lead to hellfire. I adjure you as well as myself to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The best of your ability, fear Allah and don't die unless you are the statement of Islam. After this, I greet you all with the greeting of Islam. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. May the peace and the blessing of Almighty Allah be with you all. Today, inshallah, we continue in our series concerning Jami'u Akhtar al-Musalleen, Ta'lif Mis'id Kamil Mustafa, that today, inshallah, we continue with our translation and explanation of the collective mistakes that are done by some of those make the prayer and alhamdulillah we had about seven classes almost out of this subject and inshallah uh, this is the last class before that we start common mistakes that happen in the day of Jum'ah we still concerning common mistakes and errors that happen in the mosque. And today we start with that 
greeting children, rough, and those who come to the mosque. Maybe this is not something that you are familiar with it, but this book been written dealing with a problem which exists in many masajib overseas. And especially that the person who's in charge of the mosque, the keeper of the mosque, he get so disturbed with the children. Because basically, children when they have in the mosque, they make a lot of mess. And talking about the place where they make the wudu. Because the kids they will have a lot of fun opening the faucet all the way and they be playing with the water. And of course, in addition to the noise and the running around in the mosque, because the mosque is like an open area under a roof, so the kids will have fun in a place like this. And as a result of this, you will find a lot of places they discourage the children and scaring them of coming to the mosque. And usually they yell at them and try to keep them away. And the serious thing that some of them, they believe, they believe wrongly in a hadith which is not authentic that it says the meaning of it keep your children and the crazy people the mosque and your women okay some people say this hadith is a fabricated hadith, and some they said that it's not authentic. So, they believe mistakenly that the children are supposed to be kept away from the mosque. So, they keep the children away out of the mosque. Although, Islamically, we're supposed to train the children in an early age on Salah, and get them to love the houses of Allah, and used to go and answer the call when they hear the event. But, unfortunately, that in a lot of places in Arabia, that he found that people try to keep the children a distance from the mosque. The second point for our class today, multiplying the number of a masajid in the same area, the same area. He found, like in New York, as example, he found cross the street, not like a couple of blocks down, no, cross the street. He found a mosque and another mosque, like a competition. Imam al-Suyuti, rahmatullahi alayhi, in his kitab, in his book, Al-Amr bil-Ittiba' wa Nahi an al-Ittiba' He said, Among the innovation 
is multiplying the number of masjid in one area. Because this caused disunity among the Muslims. And it dissolved the beauty of getting together to worship Allah together. And also, it caused some people to have a competition with each other, which mask bigger, which mask look prettier. In addition to this, that the Muslims they be spending their money unnecessary for no need. That because, because that you found the same mask across the street, Across the street, that paying the electric bill, and the another one paying the electric bill, and this must get paying utility bill, and this utility bill, water bill, water bill, this must pay rent, and this must pay rent. So all the things, as we understand, is wasting the money of the Muslims, and this is, shouldn't be done. Also you found a common mistake among the people, especially those who are neighbor in the neighborhood of the mosque, that if he hears the azan, he will establish the prayer where he is, although that the mosque around the corner. A person who hears the azan in his shop, in his school, in his job, in the street, they supposed to hasten to establishing the prayer in the houses of Allah. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saying in Surah An-Nur, فِي بِيُوتٍ أَذِنَ اللَّهُ أَن تُرْفَعْ وَيُذْكَرَ فِيهَا اسْمُهُ يُسَبِّحُ لَهُ فِيهَا بِالْغُضُوبِ وَالْأَصَالِ رِجَالٌ لَا تُلْهِينَ تِجَارَةٌ وَلَا بَيْمَ عَنْ ذِكْرِ اللَّهِ In houses which Allah had permitted to be erected and His name to be mentioned, people who glorify the name of Allah in it by the morning and the evening. Nothing beguiles them from the remembrance of Allah, trade, or buying, selling, anything. And also the Prophet ﷺ had informed us in the hadith about the seven types of people, the seven types of people whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will shelter them in the day of judgment, which no shade in that day except the shade of Almighty Allah. One of them is a man whom his heart is attached to the mask. A man whom his heart attached to the mask. When he departs from the mask, he's very anxious to come back to the mask. Indeed, establishing the mosque and frequent visitation to the mosque every time to hear the adhan is part of the iman, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala stated in his book, 
انما يعمر مساجد الله واليوم الاخر واليوم الاخر انما يعمر مساجد الله من امن بالله واليوم الاخر indeed only those who believe in Allah and the day of judgment the one who maintain and establish the houses of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala one of the best way to maintain the mosque of Allah is to pray in it not to have a mosque and after this nobody been in it the prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam didn't permit the blind man Abdullah ibn Umm Maktoum to pray in his house that because he was a neighbor of the mosque the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa asked him do you hear the adhan he said yes so the prophet sallallahu alayhi wa commanded him to answer the call of the muazzin that mean he have to come as long to the mosque to pray in the jama'ah as long as he hear the adhan keep in mind that this man used to be a blind and he doesn't have anybody to lead him to bring him to the mosque also from the common mistakes that some Muslims they do it in the mosque they gather for the remembrance of Allah every evening to say the zikr collectively like there is certain zikr and remembrance of Allah and dua is supposed to say it in the evening and other which is supposed to say it in the morning so in some places the people they gather after the Maghrib or after the Isha to say this chanting this zikr collectively in congregation and this is a common mistake some people they may utilize the hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam saying whenever a group of people come together in the house of Allah to remember Allah and say the hadith is say that they get together in the house of Allah to remember Allah We said yes, the hadith is right. The hadith is authentic in the collection of the Imam Muslim. But always a sunnah al-amaliyah judge a sunnah al-qawliyah. That means the sunnah which the Prophet ﷺ did it are the judge and the ruler on the sunnah which the Prophet said it. That means the action of the Prophet ﷺ will explain to us his words. So what the Prophet ﷺ said, we understand it from his action. So this hadith, the Prophet ﷺ said it, but we did not see in his lifetime, or the Sahaba lifetime, that they get together to chant and to say the zikr collectively in gathering like they get together to make the salah and the Shaykh Hafizahullah gave very good example and he said the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said Ya Ummul Qawma Akra'ahum Likitab Allah 
let the most reciter of the Quran among the people lead them in salah. He said, this is a statement of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa And among the people are women. A woman is included in the term people. But we never know that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa in his time or after him during the time of Sahaba that a woman who more learned in Quran had led the men. So we could not do it. So if I have a group of brothers and one sister among them is the most well-versed in the Quran, still she could not lead them. Although the hadith is say, Ya Ummul Qawma Akra'ahum Likitabillah. Let the most recitation and most memorization among the people lead them in salah. And the word people include and cover men and women. So we have always to refer to the lifestyle of the Prophet ﷺ, the lifestyle of the companions, and to see how did they understand such a hadith. Also from the common mistakes that we see it with some Muslims, that they hold back from talking in the mosque, assuming that this is something haram. And even some of them, they utilize hadith, which is not authentic, or maybe even fabricated. One of these hadiths say, أن الكلام في المسجد يأكل الحسنات كما تأكل النار الحطب that talking in the mosque it will eat the blessings same way or destroy the blessings like the fire destroy the wood the scholars of hadith made it clear that this hadith is fabricated. And we can see from the sunnah of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that he himself as well the sahaba they used to talk in the mosque. Things which are related to their worldly affair. Without the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam forbid them of doing such a thing. And there is a hadith which is the collection of Imam Muslim, that Samak bin Harb asked Jabir ibn Samura, Samura, they used to sit in the gathering of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said yes, I used to sit a lot of time with him, Usually he didn't depart from the mosque after the morning prayer until sunrise. And after sunrise, he will leave. While the Sahaba used to be sitting there and mentioning some of the stories and things that happened in the Jahiliya time. And they used to laugh on the things they used to do 
as the Prophet ﷺ used to smile. So here we see that the Sahaba, radiallahu anhum, used to be sitting in the mosque, talking about dunya business and dunya things, even about things that they used to do it when they used to be in the Jahiliyyah, and they used to laugh about how silly the things they used to do and how stupid, and the Prophet ﷺ used to share with them by smiling about what they saying. So, from this, we understand the permissibility of a person talking in the mosque, even if it's not related to the deen. Nevertheless, we have to take in consideration that when we talk with each other in the mosque, not to be disturbing people who are, as example, making salah or giving a class, because this is the main purpose the mosque has been built for. So this takes a priority. But if it's after the prayer, nobody making the sunnah, the imam is not giving a class, and there is people sitting together, there is no problem they can be sitting and talking about the children, or about the wife, or about the picnic that they want to do, or what about, you understand, let's do this, take our families and go someplace. So this is permissible, and there is no harm in it. And for the people to believe that talking the worldly business in the mosque is destroying the blessings, or that is haram, this is not correct. All right. Also from the common mistakes that people do it in their mosque, advertising about their businesses, directly or indirectly. And we found that some people, they print a calendar, Islamic calendar. The bottom, it indicates the time for the prayer, and the date, and the day. But the rest of the calendar, the big writing, big picture, talking about their company, or their office, or whatever it is. And these things displayed in the mosque. And this is not supposed to be done. Lastly, that some Muslims, they keep in their mosque a big clock, which has a bell, almost sound like the church bell. And this is not supposed to be, because the things is not, is imitation, to the Christian, and these things is not supposed to be in the mosque, because it's also a musical instrument. And I would like to add something to this. The people who be keeping the cellular phone on, in the mosque, there's no harm that you're talking in your phone, if you are in the mosque, as long as you are not disturbing somebody, but Especially here in America, you found that people have different tones in their, in their cellular phone, musical, playing, some about the way, the, the, the national song, and some people have uh, the favorite uh, song they love, and some people have the 
so everybody have a different tones and you will with a, a hundred people making salah if they receive 10 calls at least you'll be hearing all kind of things in the mosque and this is it didn't show any respect to being in the presence in the house of Allah it's so strange that when these people go to a meeting they turn their cellular phone off nobody take a call they put it in vibrator or the answer machine will take the call but when we come to the mosque it's too much for us to turn the cellular phone off for 10 or 15 minutes inshallah I will stop here today because the next class we're going to be talking about common mistakes which relate to Jum'ah and this will be a, sub a separate subject by itself and I hope this is sufficient for us for today inshallah if anybody have any question I don't mind inshallah to try to answer thank you for listening Jazakumullah khairan and Allah knows best In conclusion, we ask Allah that He brings you benefit through this lecture. For more information, you may contact us through the following address. The Islamic Propagation Office, Rabwa, P.O. Box 29465, Riyadh, 114.57, Saudi Arabia. Phone, 445-4900. Also, 491-6065. Fax, 497-0126. If you would like to listen to more beneficial lectures, feel free to visit our website at www.islamhouse.com. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.